Hi, and welcome to season two of What's the History Tea? That's right. We were renewed for another season. By ourselves. That's right. <laughs> Invest in yourself, ladies and gents. And this season, we're going to focus more on myths and legends. I am so excited for this. And this one, um, before we get started, just kind of like a trigger warning. This podcast episode discusses very violent crimes and... It's, it was... It I'm was not a fan. Cool. No, because I, I know we got, like, a lot of requests from people to go darker, so I was like, yeah, we'll try it. So we decided with this one, and it might have been too dark in hindsight. might have been a little too, um, too gruesome. So if scenes of violence or anything involving body violence. mutilation... I would just not listen to this episode, and we'll see you for the next one. And I wouldn't um, even research it when you're done. No, and when we were looking up... When we were doing the research on this, some just very disturbing images came up that were not... We weren't even ready for I wouldn't... I wasn't ready for it, and it kind of... When you do the research on this, it... They don't give you, like, a warning, like, you know, before you research. <laughs> You're just scrolling through the page, and it's like, oh, we're, we're seeing this picture today. We're, yeah. we're doing it. Or with the documentary I was watching on it, it came up, and I was like, oh. Oh, fuck. Like, that's gonna haunt me for a couple days. Yeah. So... Yeah, we'll just get right into it. Our first um, episode on What's the History Tea? Was a request for was, Jack This the was Ripper. a request um, for us to do more darker things, so we did Jack the Ripper. Um, and we're just going to get right into it. So these murders started happening in, um, in Whitechapel Parish of London, and he went by many names. He had the Whitechapel murderer, right. Leather Apron, this that's, one, again, that's, that's, murder isn't funny, but Saucy Jack. Saucy Jack. I read saucy that. Saucy Jack. And I was, I was like, like this, this is weak ass dude. I'm like, ooh, saucy. saucy. But yeah, Saucy I Jack. I don't think that was the, no. I don't think that's what it was interpreted. That's not what it meant back no, then. No, I don't think so. But again, like, if I don't, like, I, I say this every time, like, fucking Saucy Jack. Like, am I supposed to be scared of this dude? I just right. being like, I got barbecue sauce. I got ranch <laughs> sauce. <laughs> I got <Saucy. laughs> All the, the different like types of sauces. Sauce. What type hot of sauce, sauce are you in the mood for today? Not jack sauce, let me um, tell you, you know, that. I'm wanting a hot sauce, but nothing too spicy. So what are your milder hot sauces? Do you have a, uh, like, pico de gallo? Do you have a tangy like... barbecue? <laughs> Saucy Jack. Um, but the thing that's so messed up about this is that he remains unidentified to mm-hmm. this day. They have some leads that we'll talk about at the end that they tried to pursue, but, yeah. Anyway. Let's get back to uh, Saucy Jack. (laughs) Saucy Jack. So Jack the Ripper got his name actually supposedly from a letter that... He named himself. He named himself Jack the Ripper that was sent to the the police. So that's how his name... That's where the name comes from because they can't really... Supposedly he came up with it himself. They can't really name him without knowing who he is. Um, Right. But the crimes began in 1888 in the Whitechapel Parish of London. Um, And the first murder, and again... Just a trigger warning, it's going to get pretty graphic. August 31st, a man named Charles Cross was on his way to work, and he found a woman in the street with her skirt above her waist. Now, I know you're thinking, like, if I found a woman in the street with a skirt above her waist, I would probably stop Most and get... Most likely. But this was an area that was flooded with, like, prostitution, gambling, poverty, crime, drinking, violence. crime. So, uh, he... And it was very poorly lit this was in the early hours of the morning it's not like the street lights we have now it was very like dark and dim um so 
he and another man named Robert Paul and Charles, they tried to determine if she was alive or not, and they couldn't. But what they decided to do was pull her skirt down to cover her back up. And they alerted the first officer uh, that they saw. But because of the dark, neither of them noticed that she actually had her throat cut. And um, her abdomen was pretty severely mutilated. Mutilated. Jinx. You owe me a Coke. No. Not in Whitechapel, no. Parish of London, anywhere but there. Also, if you're the people who are going here to check out these murder sites, ugh. Shame yeah. on you. These were actual people, and to, that's just, it's sick. It's sick, people, and I don't, I don't care if we lose followers from that. I don't want people listening to us who are going to go visit those locations and be like, this is so cool, and you're going to no, take pictures for the gram. No, it's not cool. Knock it off get better idols. because they so what they so to go off of that they're actually like when you go to britain and stuff you can and i don't know if it's like a like you just do the tour yourself like you just find these places and you just go fucking disgusting. or yeah or they're like you know actual uh like tourists or like if there's what like is a tour it called? group tour group where you can go to the sites where like the Have different women were, were murdered that's disgusting like Get, have respect, get a better hobby. Yeah, have better Knit hobbies. You know, this is not a time in history where it's like, oh, let's go visit the murder scene of this of this woman and blah. No, never no. once in my life have I thought someone was killed here. Yeah, that'd be cool to see. Yeah. Like seriously, do do fucking better. Do better. Get a better have, interest. Have have a have some respect. Have all the things that you could see when you go there. Go to a museum of not horrible things. Right here, let's open that museum and make a bunch of money. Museum of Not Horrible Things. Right. Anyway. So, um, yeah. Get If you're doing that, get go, out of here. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Live somewhere else. And maybe... Maybe you know. don't have such a shitty hobby? Yes. Anyway. But when the police and doctor finally arrived, they determined that she was killed half an hour prior to when she was found. Wow. So the killer was in the area when Cross Charles Cross found her. So yeah. that's the scary... That's why it really freaked me out. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, dude was probably still just chilling, like, behind the corner, being like, I hope you find my whack. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, dude seemed like a genuine... Ugh. Anyway. And probably, as we as we dis- describe, I guess, and as we go into more the detail, this seems like a guy that people would never... Even though we'll talk about, like, who the was suspected and, stuff, yeah. and everything, but this is probably a guy that people least suspected, which pro- which would make it even scarier. This is someone that you could pass on the street and not even give a second... Nope, you would just seven be like... glance to and just be like, oh, he looks like he could be Jack the Ripper. No, it's probably someone that you never would have thought and just been it's like... It's just the guy yeah. walking around with a name tag, Jack. Yeah. Is that maybe? <laughs> no. But the, the first victim, her name was Mary Ann Nichols. Um, and street gossip at the time... And they're, like, when they, when this first happened, like, it was in, like, the newspapers and shit, and they were just like, oh, a woman's been murdered. And then, street gossip, they tried blaming a local Jewish man. Keep in mind, there's probably a shit ton of anti-Semitism going around. It's the 1800s, so people were still pretty fucking dumb. So, they tried blaming it on a local Jewish man whose nickname was Leather Apron, which I'm like, did, how do you write that? That's a very specific... That's like, oh, that, what am I wearing? Like, I'm wearing like a, gray, like a gray crop top. That's like, oh, that's all gray crop top over there. That's all gray crop that's top. That's gray top, crop top. Gray, gray top. I'd be like, what? I feel like if I was that guy, I'd be like, what the hell did I do to get that nickname? Uh, but yeah, Leather Apron, 
which um, led to the arrest of a man named John, I'm probably going to butcher it, sorry, Pizer? Pizer? Yeah. He was a local Polish-Jewish man, and they only really arrested him due to uh, pressure from the public. Right. Which I feel like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say it, I couldn't be a police officer, but I feel like a lot of these unsolved cases, it's like shitty police work. Well, and especially back in the day when they didn't yeah, have the same Yeah, they don't have, like, practices. surveillance cameras and shit. Like, they didn't have the same practices that, mm-hmm. like, we would. So, or, like, that's now. So, one of the examples that I think of is um, in the movie Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp, when one of the first victims was found, and then Johnny Depp goes there, and he goes, um... You must never like, move the body. Yeah, he, they were like, we move the body. He goes... You must never move the body. Why? And then they were like, why? And, you know, he could. He was kind of thinking, because I think he was actually trying to stall and everything. He was like, because it can ruin the blah, blah. And, he, and he's actually. and He's actually he, right. He's actually right. So, again, this is, you know. It's the, 18, it's the 1880s. Right. I mean, yeah. So, um, and the reason why they arrested him wasn't because, and I should take that back. It wasn't because he was Jewish. I mean, I'm going to say it was part of it, because I think it was. But. He had a prior conviction on a stabbing attack, Ooh. but he actually had a, an alibi for the night that Mary Ann Nichols was murdered that cleared him. Okay. I think he was out doing something where there were a bunch of witnesses being like, yeah, old Leather yeah. Apron was with us. Making yeah, Leather, leather Apron was with us. Sorry. He was making my, uh, what's, what's I was going to say, what's the type of leather? It's all fucking leather. They were all, like, making leather aprons together. He was making my shoes. Now, unfortunately, another victim was found. Her name was Annie Chapman on September 8th. She was found so in a So Ann Nichols was August... She was August thirtieth. Yeah, I want to say. Let me August, check my yeah. notes here. She was I remember August thirty first. Sorry. Okay. And then, so a couple of days later, really, Annie Chapman was uh, found in the backyard of Danbury Street on September eighth. She had a deep throat cut, multiple stab wounds, disemboweled, oh, and gosh. again, trigger warning: if you're still listening, her intestines were removed yep. Yep. and Just, placed on her no. shoulder, and oh, he removed. Yep. And took her uterus. Uh. So, I mean, and I know there's some people who think that it might have been a woman, but I don't think another woman would take out, like, I, I, I don't have a desire to kill anybody, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think another woman, I wouldn't think to take out another woman's uterus. Like, that seems very, yeah. it just seems very strange for a woman to do that to another, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, she was found on Danbury Street. And then after this one, of course, people are starting to freak out. They're like, right. we have the like, on the loose. Yeah, now they're like, He's okay, mad. what's really going on? There's... <laughs> there's what? Sorry, I didn't want to make a lot of noise. There's, there's, <laughs> there's something... There's something more. Something's afoot. Yes, something's, something's afoot. There's... We've had too many killings and... It's creepy. Like, that's, like, I mean, I feel like for back then, I mean, even now if that were to happen, people would be like, yo, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. But especially back then, they'd be like, oh, okay. Um, right. But and, then, and again, especially, like, with the lack, or I shouldn't say lack of, but, like, the technology. Pretty much had to, like, catch them in the act yeah. back then. So the police started to receive letters about who people thought the killer was yeah. or who they thought might be the killer. And they received about 700 letters that's from the public. Crazy. Which is probably extremely overwhelming for them. At that time, and hundreds are believed to be from Jack himself. They believe that, like, hundreds of the 700 they received were from Jack himself. Only because but they, they were, like, it was weird. In some letters, he'd be, like, taunting them. Be like, oh, you're never gonna get me. And then other ones, he was like, I can't believe I've done this. Like, just fucking freaking so out. So, you know, right. And then it's interesting, probably, like, with the 
with the letters to, um, how do I say this? Like, there are only things that probably he would know that other people wouldn't know right. to the public. Yeah. Right. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, it's just, it's weird, like, the way that these killers think to me. Like, and that's what I find interesting about these types of crimes is, like, the psychology behind it. And I'm going to say it again, just in case you didn't hear me the first time. If you spend your time idolizing these people, get better idols. Get better hobbies. This yes. is sick. Um, anyway, so some of them were, like, taunting and expressing remorse. And in one of the letters, super weird, it began with, Dear Boss. Yes, the Dear Boss letter. Dear, dear Boss. Like, and this is my theory. And I think that's where he wrote Jack the Ripper, too. And that, yeah, that's where he named himself Jack the Ripper. Here's my theory. I think it's kind of strange for someone to start a letter, Dear Boss, because he was sending these to policemen and news agencies. So I think he either worked for the police, and that's how he was able to avoid them. Yeah. Or, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that as, like, police officers in general. I think he was using it as, like, a cover-up. Right. But I think um, he was either working for the police, or he was working for a newspaper, and that's why he said, Dear Boss. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get into my my journalist theory later. Um, But, yeah, in the Dear Boss letter... He named himself Jack the Ripper. Now, don't forget about this letter, because it's going to come back later. Um, and one of the letters that they found... I'm just making sure I'm on the right page here, guys. Sorry. Oh, wait. Nope. So, mm-hmm. hold on. Old. Gray crop top here lost her place. Gray crop notes. top? Jeez. Yeah. So... But then... We can also share my theory. What's your theory? Well, I'm double checking, make sure I'm not who I up. think it might be, or not necessarily like who, but what his profession might be. What do you think his profession was? I think he could have been someone who was, I mean, someone who had to be so familiar with anatomy. So, whether that's a doctor, a physician, or yeah, I mean, just because you know, people were saying that in the, in the articles I was reading, I'm like, this makes this makes sense. This makes sense. So however he was, or she, but however they were familiar with anatomy. Yeah, that's so true. Like, yeah. So they of the 700 that they received, there is one letter that they think absolutely is from Jack the Ripper. And it was sent to George Lusk. He was part of the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee. They tried, they tried getting something to be like, okay, this shit has got to stop. Like, we got to figure right. out who this is. So they formed a committee together. And it was a, it's from hell. Which I'm like, that's, okay, okay, you corn, you cornball. Like, that, oh, you couldn't think of anything hell. better. So um, that's, so, yeah, that's what they were, that's what the letter was saying was from hell. Yeah. And he describes, and again, prepare yourself, eating one of the women's kidneys. That's, and the handwriting is very different from the other letters that they got. And they eventually, and he sent this with the human kidney attached that he didn't eat. So, and so... George Lusk took this to a doctor, um, mm-hmm. an open an open Shaw hospital, and the doctor confirmed, like, yeah, this this is a kidney. And the doctor who confirmed it, he later got a letter from Jack saying how disappointed he was that the quote unquote coppers ruined the game for him and trying to he tried how to kill. How would he have known that they took it? There? And this is where I think that he might have been a police officer or a journalist because the journal like they were covering it pretty well, and I'm like. How would they know? How would they right. know? Unless he was just that good at stalking. So, yeah, I mean. But to know the conversation and, like, 
Yeah, that's what pisses me off. Is it like he like he knew the conversation and like, like that he had. To, oh, that's oh, yeah. And all right, so we forgot about two other victims. Sorry, there were um he after he did the second one. Right. He did a double homicide on the same night of Catherine and Elizabeth. Now remember yeah. that dear boss letter we were talking about, guys. Yes. This was thought to be a hoax. So originally when they got it, they thought, okay, this is a hoax. Who's dumb enough to write Dear Boss? Well, but in the letter, he said he was going to cut the ears off. Right. In the next killing. And in the next murders, he did that. On September 30th, Liz, Elizabeth, her, she went by Liz, Mm -hmm. um, had a deep throat cut. And she didn't have any of, like, the other, like, brutality of the other murders, but... In the letters that he would later write, he said that she was making too much noise, so he didn't get to really finish it like how he wanted to. Boo-hoo. Wait, making too much noise like when he she was, was attacking her? Yeah. yeah, she was screaming too much. Um, and then Catherine, she was killed with another deep throat cut. Her intestines were removed and again placed on the shoulder, and she had an ear removed. And what was really sad about this one is that with one of the women, I can't remember which one, I think it was Catherine. I want to say it was Catherine. But with Catherine... Um, there was someone who actually saw her and yes. who they thought was Jack the Ripper kind of getting in like a tough, but they thought it was like a marital dispute between a husband and wife. So they just ignored it and they kept going. And both women were seen alive shortly before being discovered. I want to say like half an hour before their bodies were discovered, someone had seen them alive. And I with think some, someone, with who they someone even heard a conversation, like a very short conversation with, yeah, with who they, who could have been right. him. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's sad, because I think a lot of these women, not all of them, but a lot of them were sex workers. Yeah. So I don't think they were ever treated with, like, yeah. respect. Because they don't really talk much about them. They're kind of just like, oh, yeah, she was a sex worker, and like, that was, yeah. she got killed. These were actual human beings, people. Yeah. Um, so, af- so after the double homicide, Central News Agency received a letter from Jack the next day. And some think that journalists were fabricating the letters to try to make it, like, more exciting and, like, get the public Which is more. sick. Yeah, which is, which is sick. And that's where we go back to, like, of those two letters, that's where they think the one was real because then he sent it to George Lusk. So, yeah. So after the George Lusk letter that we talked about earlier and the doctor who received the letter after confirming it was a human kidney, um, we get to our final victim... Which is Mary... Oh, Mary Jane Kelly. Mary Jane Kelly. Um, Mary Jane Kelly was different from all the other victims. She was younger. She was in her, like, mid-20s. And she was killed in her home rather than on the street. And she was in November, so there was, like, a... September. So there was, like, a month of... Where there was no... Supposedly... Supposedly. Supposedly. I mean, who knows back then if there was just things that weren't reported. Right. Um, And again... I would not recommend looking up these pictures. They are absolutely mortifying. We didn't go into this research trying to find any pictures. They were just kind of plastered. In fact, I didn't even look at the. I didn't even look at the pictures. I wouldn't. I was watching a documentary, so it kind of just yeah popped up on me, and I was like, oh fuck! Like it's it's very disturbing. Um, she was killed in her home rather than on the street. She was discovered November 9th by Thomas Bauer, who was her landlord. I think he was going around collecting rent. Yep. Um, and the body was so badly mangled that thomas bauer said it didn't even look human no her face was her face was completely and he walked past what he thought were like chunks of meat that were getting ready to be prepared but it was actually part of her remains wow um which is just absolutely 
horrendous. Horrendous. Um, now, police were often criticized a lot through this investigation for not offering a reward for information. But what the reason why they hadn't done that is that I guess like literally a couple days or weeks or whatever before the murder started, they changed their policy on that, being like, we can't keep offering because, money. Because there's no really way to confirm, like, how they got that information. You know what right, I mean? Right, So that's why they were... That's why, another reason why they weren't probably getting a lot of leads, because if you're going to have a poor community like that, yep, people are going to want to get paid got, for that information. Yep, yep. Um, Jack the Ripper only ever left one clue. It was a bloody apron left on Golston Street. And there was, like, mm-hmm. some anti-Semitic message written above it. Saying yes. like the that the Jews are not gonna the Jews aren't gonna take this you know we're not gonna right. take this kind of thing, but they don't know if that was graffiti that had already been there or if or it was, not or if it was left by him so they erased it so yeah because but they wrote they, it down but then they erased it because they didn't want any backlash yeah they didn't want to start a race war either because right. there were so many Jewish immigrants coming over they didn't want anything else to happen so. There is a possibility that he had more victims. There were other murders at the time that had a different M.O., so they're right. not really sure if it was him. So, yeah. Let's get into who might he have been. So there were different theories. A lot of theories that, you know, people look back now on are seeing that ranging from being an immigrant to a painter to a physician, and that was, again, due to how, like, the bodies were mutilated. Or even, mutilated. like, a prince, right? There was, yep. like, one of the princes of England. And one of one of the other theories was that he was part of the royal family. He was the grandson of Queen Victoria. That's yeah. what a lot of people... Those are, are some of the theories. There's some... These are the prime suspects that police thought it could have been. First one was a guy named George Chapman. He was a convicted serial killer, so right away you're probably thinking, like, okay, duh, it was George. But he used poison, and they and I agree. I don't think someone who's a poisoner would go to stabbing and mutilating yeah. these women the way he did. Um, so I I agree. I don't think it was George, but he was yeah he was someone who was their first person of interest. But they ruled him out because his mo didn't really follow that of these killings. Right. Um, now I'm gonna laugh, but it's not disrespectful. Well, it kind of is, but I don't care. Dude's a serial killer, so I don't care. Um, the guy. The next person was Dr. Thomas Neil Cream. His last name was Cream. Cream? Cream, like C-R-E-A-M. Neil Cream. Sounds Neil, like, like nail Neil, cream. Right. He could have made so much money in being like, oh, Neil Cream for your nails. Neil, he could have done like a whole little here's a a jingle cream. for yes. your nails. Dr. Neil Cream for your nails. He didn't woo, do that. Woo. No, he uh, he also was a serial killer, so that wasn't as funny as I thought. Um, <laughs> he was also a poisoner, but I'm like... But the thing that didn't make sense is that they said he was in the U.S. during the whole spree of Jack the Ripper. Yeah, then, then the he could have done it. And the only reason why they said it could be him is because when he was about to be, like, killed or whatever for his crimes, his last words were, I am Jack. I personally think that guy was just trying to be an asshole. And yeah. Be like, oh, one last, oh, my God, did he or didn't he at the end? No one right. cares, Dr. Neil Cream. Anyway, so he no was, one cares, he was Dr. in the Neil. U.S. Yeah. Um, now, this is the next one. I think, is a good suspect. This is Aaron Kaminsky. He was a Jewish barber who had moved there during the 1800s, or 1880s. And, you know, they say when you look at the research um, that whoever had done it, they, they used a long, thin blade. And if you've seen Sweeney Todd, you know what I'm talking about. Right. But um, that's why I'm like, okay, if he's a barber, he has access to those long, thin, he probably has access to different types yep. of blades for shaving. And... 
they don't say why, but he was committed to an insane asylum around the time that the murders stopped happening. Mm. So Aaron Kaminsky is, or Kuzminsky, yeah, Kuzminsky is another one. Which, we'll get back to that in a little bit. Dun, dun, dun. Next one. His name is Montague Durrett. His own family thought that he could be Jack the Ripper, and he killed himself a month after Mary Kelly was murdered. Hmm. No, so I, like, because you know how they say that, like, with serial killers, that there's, like, one person that really triggered them to do this, or there's right. one, one target that they're trying. So maybe the other women were practiced for Mary, since hers was the Could most brutal. You know, maybe he felt, like, a disdain towards Mary, and there yep. was something about those other women that she had in common with them. Or something. I don't know. But with him, like, his own family thought it could be him, so... Eh? That's Maybe? scary. But the other thing is that he was in different parts of the country. Like, years later, when they put... Like, they tracked down where he was at the time. Um, he was not he was they in, were. He was in different parts of the country. So it wasn't like he was in a different city. Because I'm like, okay, it's not that hard to get from one city to another. Right. Within it's half like an a hour. Different, right, but if something that's, like, three, a different part of the country away... Yeah. Now, the last one is... Frederick Bailey Deming, he was hanged in Australia for killing his second wife, and it was later discovered that he had killed his first wife and their four children oh, by geez. cutting their throats. Oh, jeez. And that's, those are, like, the main suspects. There's lots of other theories, like we were saying before, and who it could be from, like, from a prince to, what were the other ones? Like, a the painter. queen's physician. Yeah. A famous painter at the time. Um, and there's even, like, what theories that... I think Sir Arthur Arthur Conan Doyle, the guy who wrote the Sherlock Holmes books, he suggested that it may be a woman. I think a lot of people got excited about that. There were oh, two yeah. women that they were looking at, but they were like, hey, it could have been this or this one. Not a lot of evidence, really, to... Um, to support that? To support them, or really to, like, really look into these women. But, I don't know, who That's, do you think it was? I think, so, I thought it was someone that, had, like, had to do with anatomy, whether that was self-taught or whether it's, like, through instruction, but... They even, they even said that uh, the crow. How do you say his his name? Kromanas. Krominski. Krominski. They were saying that so like years and well now with like modern day technology, I think it was like a few years ago. So they were able to get DNA off of um, the apron or the shawl that was um, left at one of the crime scenes. Yeah. And they traced it to one of his. Um, descendants today and then there's DNA from him on that ape on that shawl or apron that was found at the crime scene so they believe that he's a good lead for that and the weird thing is though is that from that victim they got like 30 pieces of clothing but one of them wasn't a shawl or then maybe it was an apron or something from something it was it's just weird it was it was one of the one of the pieces one of the articles of clothing they found his but i what i want to know is like why did the murder stop at a point right you know what i mean did he die himself did he did he die himself or did he just go to a different country was he like okay i'm like with mary maybe i went too far now i gotta move around yep so yeah that's jack okay I'm going to say it. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to say it. I don't care anymore. Jack the Ripper fucking sucked. He was an asshole. Yeah. And he, he treated terrible. these women like they were these objects for him to freely mutilate. Right. And what I found really frustrating about this case is that they didn't, it seems like they didn't care about the women that got killed at all. They were just looked at as like these 
just, I don't know. I don't know how to say what I want to say right now. You know, it's interesting because there's an article, too, about um, one of, he is like a modern-day journalist that was, or was he a detective that's going through the, like, the letters that the police received, and then they even had, like, I guess, like, back in the day, like, potential informants regarding who Jack Ripper was, and they would not let him to this day look at it, look at it. Yeah, it's crazy. I just think that you really have to kind of, I don't, I don't know. My, my frustration with this case is that it was just like, hey, there's these women, they were murdered, but let's talk more about Jack, you know? Yeah. Um, I just think it kind of sucks that they seem like they're kind of forgotten about in this one. They seem like they are just kind of like, oh, yeah. They were here. <laughs> and it's kind of, and maybe, maybe because it was based off of their profession, and it's like, that's what comes with the territory, but at the same time, it doesn't make them less human. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, I just, I find it really sad that these women are kind of, like, forgotten about, and so many other victims that are murdered yeah. are forgotten about as, like, these removable or non... It's just... And like, not important things. That's where I feel sad for them. It's like, they are important, and they right. were important. And no one's treating right. them like that. So, so who knows if who knows if it'll ever be solved? I hope it's solved one day. I don't have a lot of hope for it being solved, I'm going to be honest. Like, I really don't take much hope in that they're going to figure out who it was. Because it was, what, 1880? That's over 100 years ago now. 1888, yeah. Yeah, that's over 100 years ago. If they were going to find it, I don't think there's much. Yep. There's much that they can go on to even... And that's the thing with, like, all these... Like, yeah, they had, like, five or six suspects that they were looking into. But there was nothing that could prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was... Right. These men. And or women. And if you're interested, I know there's a show on Netflix. I forgot what it's called. Um, but there's a show on there. I think there's one... Um, I think it's with um, Matthew Mc, McFagan. He is he was in Prime Oh, Impressive. he was Mr. Darcy. He was Mr. Darcy. And then um, there's also one that I know. Um, I think Dakota's Fanning is in it, and also the guy that played Dracula and Dracula Untold. Oh, really, um, Luke Evans? I think Luke Evans. Yes, I love I think Luke he's, Evans. He's in there. Um, again, I haven't personally watched it because I get very, I get like legit scared, creeped out. Yeah, I. I thought I was going to go into this one being like, oh, you know, fine. I can handle it. And then those images came up and I was like, I can't, can't handle, handle it. it. Can't handle it. So like, I think for like our own research sake, um, we're probably not going to do that one again. Yeah. And this is, this is not a, I feel like I have to put this out here. This is not a true crime podcast at all. There's, there's a lot of excellent true crime podcasts if you really want to get into it. Um, but this week we are focused, or not this week, this season, we're going to focus more on myths and legends. Legends. Kelsey, who are we doing next week? Next week, we are going to look into Ragnar Lothbrok, which I am super excited about because um, one of my favorite shows is Vikings. Not only that, it just kind of gives us a little, you know, I think it'll be cool for us because, you know, we kind of get to look into our heritage a little, not heritage, like that's our heritage, but what um, our culture is and that kind of myth around our culture around our culture cultural people <laughs> oh sorry I'm still like creeped stories. out by like ja- yeah stories 
So I'm still creeped out by Jackie Ripper. So sorry. Yeah. No, it's it's fine. It was really. Um, and if you please like, don't request that again, whoever requested that. If you're like, oh, what a bunch of wusses. Um, you look up those pictures and do a podcast at eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night, and then try doing this. Yes, so it's um, scary. So if we, you haven't yet, don't forget to check out our first season on Spotify and follow us on Instagram at What's the History Tea. We're gonna start posting regularly again now that our new season will be up. Um, don't forget to check us out every Tuesday. We post by 7.30 a.m. Central Time. And we will see you next week. Bye, Bye. guys.